Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I am your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. What's up, what's up, podcast people, podcast people. You know what I love? The intro song and actually the outro song. You know it's a good song when you hear it and you can't help but move, right? Like I, with old school Michael Jackson stuff, oh my gosh, like past couple days uh, listening to the radio, one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs has come on twice in the past two days. Want to be starting something. What? Man, you can't listen to that song and not move. I mean, now, there's a lot of his old school stuff. I know I know. Michael, uh, he had some problems. Um, he had some problems. But uh, his old school music, man, it was good. But yes, the intro and even the outro. Um, I don't even, I, you know, like it's, it's, I don't know who the artist is. I probably should. Uh, but it's good. So when I'm I'm getting ready to start the next episode, I, I'm just need you guys to, if you know what I look like, envision me moving a little bit, right? Okay, all right, yep, we're starting off that way today. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> oh man, I hope you guys are doing great. Uh, I hope you guys are having a great summer. It is the beginning of summer. And, uh, if you live, I actually, I live in the Southeast part of the country. Um, and it is crazy hot right now. Like so hot. It, it's, it's kind of miserable a little bit. Um, and I want you guys to know, I mentioned the part of the country that I'm in because the podcast keeps growing. Won't he do it? So right now, I told you guys, we are in all kinds of places, uh, Canada, Puerto Rico, France, Australia, South Africa, Mexico, Thailand, Nicaragua, and United Kingdom. Actually, I don't really know how they talk. Um, it just kind of sounded good. But yes, United Kingdom, they're on board. What? They're getting all jacked up over there, Right. Oh man, it's good. It's good. But let, let's talk about these hot summer days for a minute. Can we just spend a little bit of time on that? Because here, here's my thinking in all of this. And the, it's it, today and tomorrow, I believe, that the temperature is supposed to get around 100 degrees. And again, if you live in the southeast, it's not just the the heat, but it's also the humidity. Like right now you can, well, I don't know if you, but I can walk outside and not do anything. Just literally walk outside and start sweating. Like immediately start sweating. Um, and so my thought process is anytime the temps get in like the 100s, you know, God is trying to tell you to get right. Because, <laughs> hey, hell, uh-uh. Like it's a real thing. And I, if I can't do this, no way, no way. But that's not why I love Jesus. I love Jesus because of what he's done, not because I'm not trying to go to hell. Whole another episode right there. Man, we are chasing some squirrels today. Holy smoke. Hey, but listen, speaking of today, 
this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about doing God's will. Yeah. And I, I hear people ask all the time, how do you know if it's God's will? How do you know if you're doing God's will? Um, well, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but here's what I really, like, I, I think we as Christians, I think we mess this up a little bit in how we tell others to go about this. Now, I have heard lots of really grounded and faithful followers of Jesus say things that really just lead you to think that doing God's will is easy. And honestly, we know it, we know it's better. We know it's better because he sees what only the master planner can see. But, 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 I'm going to push back on the fact that we think sometimes it should be easy, right? So I, here, here's the other thing. I also think that when we say God's plan is better than our plan, although I believe that to be true, it can also paint a picture that doing God's will is going to be easy because, you know, we're going, hey, God's plan is better than your plan. So automatically, it, that kind of has a connotation of, so, hey, his plan is going to be better than your plan. So, you know, better is good and better is easy. And, and it's just, man, it's just, that's not, it's not like that. Doing God's will is an act of obedience. And sometimes, man, if we're just being honest, that can be really hard. Like it, it can be, it can be tough, you know, and, and just kind of thinking through this, one of the, the books of the Bible that had just kind of pops in my head, has a tendency to, to, to make me think about it when I think about God's will is the book of Jonah, right? So most of us know this story, but, but let me give you the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> Cliff Notes. Actually, I bet some of you guys don't even know what Cliff Notes are, which is so, it's so sad. Maybe they're still around. I don't know. But Cliff Notes, man, when I was in high school and the teacher would assign you to, to read a book for English or whatever, instead of actually reading the whole book, like we, we would all go to the store and buy the Cliff Notes on the book. And it was this little paper booklet. Most of them were like bright yellow. It was a bright yellow paper booklet. You remember that? It was like, I think it was yellow and black. Um, but it, it broke the main points of the book down in a really cool summary. So you could read the cliff notes and know what happens in the book without really reading the book. Now, I'm not gonna lie. Like I did the cliff notes several times. It was awesome, but, uh, I, th I think it was really frowned upon since it was a little bit like cheating. Um, I didn't really feel like it was cheating cause I still, you know, at the end of the day, I knew what the book was talking about, but I don't know. It's kind of a gray area, I think. But okay, 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 moving forward. So in the book of Jonah, God tells Jonah to travel to this really wicked city. Um, and and he's, he's saying, hey, go to this place where the people are just, they're just bad. They're corrupt, okay? Um, and I need you to tell all these people to repent, all right? And so I, I, right out of the gate, we see that this is not a great job that anybody would want, but... God gave it to Jonah. He chose Jonah. And Jonah actually tries to run from God. Um, and, and this is this kind of where it gets crazy. So he, here's kind of, you know, after he runs from God, he's on a ship, they throw him overboard. He gets swallowed by a fish. Yes, true story. Spends three days in the belly of that fish and then decides, hey, maybe doing what God says, maybe that's my next step. 
I don't know. I don't know what happens inside the belly of a fish, but I, I, I'd have to assume that there's a lot of time to think, right? I mean, there's just, there's a lot of time to think in there and you're kind of, you know, reevaluating your steps going, okay, I know this is what God told me to do. I'm inside the belly of a fish. Maybe, okay, if I ever get out of here, okay, God, I'll, I'll do what you want me to do. So Jonah, and actually the, the, I love this part of the story, but the, the fish actually throws him up. <laughs> it's great. I mean, there's lots of really good stuff in the Bible. Just got to read it. So the fish throws him up and, and Jonah does end up going to this town, this, this city that is just really, really corrupt. And he actually does tell the people that they need to repent and serve the one true God. Um, he does all of this just like God asked him to. And you know what? The people, they repented. Like, boom. Like, so God was like, hey, man, I, I got a job for you, Jonah. Like, this is what I want you to do. Jonah says, no. Like, any place but that place. That place is wicked. That place is violent. Oh, come on, God, don't send me to that place. And uh, runs from God. Maybe if I can run, maybe I can hide from God. I don't know. But doesn't end up working out. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, Jonah submits to God's plan. The people repent. And the crazy thing is that Jonah disliked the people of this town so much that he was not happy when they were not destroyed. <laughs> like, come on, Jonah. And they weren't destroyed because they repented. You know, and again, like just the overview of this, of the whole book of Jonah, it's, uh, it really shows us that God is a God of second chances. And thank goodness for that because... Man, I I have used my second chance, third chance, fourth chance, all kinds of stuff in God still. Um, hey, grace and mercy, it's like never-ending. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, but actually, just really, I mean, there there's so much of this that could be a whole other episode. But what I want you guys to focus on is that Jonah knew exactly what God wanted him to do. So he wasn't second-guessing if what he was thinking was right, he knew, he knew that he knew that he knew that God was telling him to do something very specific. Now, this is where Jonah gets tripped up. The thing that God was asking Jonah to do was hard. And Jonah knew that he was going to have to put himself in an uncomfortable position. And honestly, I think we all fight that. We or okay, okay, all right, I'll limit it. I don't know if you do, but I know that I, I have a tendency to think if I'm doing God's will, then I'll be happy and it will be easy. But that's not always how God works. Doing the will of God is hard because obedience is hard. And obedience is hard because we're born flawed. Like we are not born perfect. So obedience is one of those, we're just not... We're, we're really not designed that way. Um, God wants us to choose that. But again, that's where free will comes in. And yeah, again, a whole nother episode. But um, one of the verses that everybody quotes often is Jeremiah 29, 11. Everybody, everybody probably knows this. You probably have it hanging in your house somewhere. And so it says, for, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Man, I love this verse. I love this verse because I completely 100% buy into the fact that God has plans for me. 
And his plans for me are to prosper me and not to harm me. And he wants to give me hope and a future. And when I read this verse, it gives me all the warm fuzzies. I mean, all the good stuff, right? And I love this verse. But, there's a big but here. Big booty Judy. So, what we so often overlook is the verse right before. Verse 10. So, in verse 10, God tells his people that they will be in captivity for 70 years. Like, seven, oh, 70 years. And actually, some scholars of the Bible believe that 70 years, it may have not been a literal 70 years. It could have been a, like, hey, a, a lifetime. Like, there's going to be one of your generations that's going to have to die off before I come and get you. That's basically what God is saying. Like, But he, he's prepping his people by saying, hey, l- l- I got good news and I got bad news. The good news is I got plans for you. And my plans are good, y'all. Like, they're, they're to prosper you. And, and, and I want you to have hope in a future. But before we can get to those plans, here's what's going to happen. You're going to be in captivity for 70 years. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Now, this passage, it reaffirms to me that God's will is better and his plan is good. But that doesn't mean it won't be hard. And I think that we get that mixed up when we're talking about that. Like we, we get that mixed up a lot. So God is basically saying to his people that I am going to take care of you. But in order for that to happen, you need to stay in my will and do things my way. Oh, and by the way, my way includes being slaves for 70 years. Mm, what? Yeah. So, you know, with, with that being said, Is there something God is asking you to do that you know is part of his plan, but maybe you've put it off because it's going to be hard? And that's a, I've been there. I've been there when I feel like God is leading me a certain way, and there's a part of me that's really excited about it, but there's a part of me that kind of dreads it a little bit because I know it's going to be hard. Like, I know it's going to be difficult. So here's, you know... Here's what I call the hard good. Welcome to the hard good. So doing the hard good, it may stink. Just really, really just, I mean, be terrible in the beginning. But I believe that God uses those hard steps in the beginning to lay a foundation that the rest of the story can be built on. Man, it's good stuff. Like, And I want you guys to think about this, okay? Moving sand and building with that, like building with sand, is easier than moving boulders and building with those. So I want you to think, you know, I I just said we talked about summertime. Think about when you go to the beach, okay? Look at all the kids this summer at the beach and and look at what they're building. Every kid is either digging, they're building, they're trying to do something really cool with uh, sandcastles, right? So you give a couple of kids some plastic shovels and buckets and watch them go to town like they they are going to try and build something but here you go but 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 big booty judy but don't miss the fact that those sand castles they won't last don't miss that be willing to do the hard good because that is the only way you can build a strong foundation for the rest of the story 
And God has a big story. And again, I, I know I, it's, it's, I've said it on another episode, but God works in, in big pictures, not in snapshots. So God's story is big. There's parts of God's story that it, it's so big we can't, we can't see it. Like we, we can't even fathom it. But it's already been written. Like he, it's, it's his story. He knows what's happening. But in order for the rest of the story to be built in the way that it, it could be built, it's got to have a strong foundation laid so that everything can be built on top of that. And honestly, you know, look at what happens when we try to take the easy way out like Jonah did. I mean, my man was swallowed by a fish, for goodness sakes. Like, he was, he was eat up. Like, and here's what I know about myself. We always end up where we don't want to be when we try and run from what God is telling us to do. Mm, let that marinate for a little bit. Yeah? It was true for Jonah, and really, honestly, it's been true for me as well. It took me a long time to realize that I cannot outrun God. I just can't. And the crazy thing is, I've tried. I've actually tried more than once. Like, that's, that's how hard-headed I am. I know that I can't outrun God, but I, I tried more than once to do it. So, yeah, just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? So here's the thing. What is your next step? What is it? Like, what has God laid on your heart that you're running from? What do you feel like your next step is? What, what is God telling you to do that you think, man, you know what, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that off because it's, it's hard, and I'm kind of dreading the hard part. So here's another question I want you to, to, to think about. Will you do the, the hard good now, or do you need to spend some time in the belly of a fish? Like, I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to spend time in the belly of a fish. And every time I've tried to run from God, like I was saying a minute ago, I've ended up in places I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the belly of a fish. Um, so yeah, so don't, don't do that. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? So, so do the hard good. Do the hard good right now. Obedience is such a battle, but it's always, always worth it in the end. Man, I, I hope this helps somebody out there because if, if God is leading you and directing you to something new, uh, maybe something something fresh that you're you're supposed to take on, something big that you're supposed to take on, um, and, and you kind of been dreading it because it's it, you're gonna have to have some hard conversations and do some hard things in the beginning. I hope this helps you because at the end of the day, God loves when His children are obedient. So, man, just just be encouraged by that. Be encouraged. All right, hey guys, I hope that you guys have a great rest of the week and. Here is to spending the rest of the week all jacked up. Mm-hmm.